y'all, and welcome to the very first episode of Pod Full of Sunshine. I am your host, Diana. This is Greg. I'm a co-host. He's my co-host, and we are coming to you from our patio this week. So this week, we have a lot going on. Our oldest son graduated from elementary school, and he's off to middle school. I'm old. We are old. Because it literally seems like yesterday I gave birth, and I remember when we put him elementary school thinking, hopefully by the time he's in middle school, we'll have a different middle school because the middle school he's zoned for, not that great. But yet, here we are, and he's going to that middle school. He'll be fine. Greg says he'll be fine. I'm not so sure. I don't know about y'all, but middle school for me was horrible. It was like when I was bullied the most. It was when girls were the worst. However, I take... A little bit of solace in the fact that I was a girl, and girls are, like, way more cruel than boys. They're mean. Mean girls. Mean girls. However, boys hit. Girls are mean. I swear to God, someone hits my kid, I'm going to go all crazy mom. She will go crazy. <laughs> She's crazy bitch. So, my kids have been in football and sports for three, four years, and... About 50% of those seasons, I made three kids cry, and I've cussed out three of those kids and their parents, so I just, I don't do well with someone treating my kid badly. However, that being said, my kid's also an asshole, so I don't take kindly to my kid being an asshole either, so we're She'll working on that. She'll cuss your ass out, don't worry. She will. <laughs> She's mean. So, my fears about sending him to middle school are, there's so many fears. It's, obviously, the bullying is scary, and then, not to mention, middle school is where they start talking about sex, and drugs, and all that stuff that freaks me out. Like, that's why I kind of want to keep him home, because if he's at virtual school, he won't have little teenage hussies throwing themselves at him. Because, you know, he's obviously a stud. He is a stud. (laughs) So, that's less, I don't have to worry about his hormones as much. At least he can just, you know, jerk it off to internet porn like a normal child. And why would he? He doesn't even know that right now, you would think. Oh, he knows it. He's 10. You don't think our 10-year-old has found porn? No, I don't. You're cute. I am cute. He's found porn by now. I think by this age, I was... What do you think, like video game porn? No, not video game porn, but I know at this age, my parents' porn tape was in my dad's sock drawer underneath all the socks, and I used to, like, watch porn, and it was gross porn, too. It was, like, hardcore Under porn. the sock drawer. Under huh? the sock drawer. And they probably thought, never will my kids go into my sock drawer and look for it, but yet, here we were, we found it, and we would watch it every time my parents were away, Did and I would... you tell big guy about this? Does no, he know? No, he doesn't know. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening. If you ever do listen to this, I'm so sorry. But yeah, you should hide your porn better. Not under the sock drawer. Not under the sock drawer. Like, maybe above where your kids can reach it would be a good idea. So, I worry about him and girls. And then I worry about the drugs. Because apparently, especially nowadays, like, drugs are, like, everywhere at this age. And I'm cool with him smoking pot, Probably not at 11 years old, though. Like, I would like for him to wait for a little bit longer before he starts experimenting. 11's a little young. 11 is a lot young. Like, I don't want him touching that. Like, 
later on when he experiments with alcohol and drugs, I would rather him, you know, lean towards the way of marijuana versus alcohol because I feel like marijuana is safer than alcohol. I think think? so, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, like, they start early now. Like, they start... Well, some kids start early. It doesn't mean your kid's going to start early. Yeah, and I think that is where a little bit of parenting comes in, but I also think that's kind of naive because I think all parents think that, like, well, my kid would never... Yeah, a lot of parents suck. Well, what if we're one of those parents that sucks? Like, that's what worries me. We don't suck. That's what every parent says. You can be worried. I mean, it's always good to be worried. Yeah, it's scary. At work last night, I thought I saw some lady... That was going to beat her kid's ass because he wouldn't put his shoe back on. She's like, you better put your shoe back on. And she was screaming, like just in the middle of the diner, just screaming. You you better put your shoe back on or I'm going to hit you. You better put your shoe back she on. She said, or I'm going to hit you? Yeah, she said that more than <laughs> once. Okay, which brings me to, so last week we were talking about the royal wedding and I love Princess Catherine because she's just like every other mom. So they show these pictures. So, like, she's escorting all the page boys and page girls up, which is a big responsibility because it's one adult and, like, 12 children. Well, get your shit together. You have one thing to do. You better take care of these kids. Okay, I really want you to see trying to wrestle together 12 kids because they were taking a lot of still pictures, and in one of them, Catherine was doing the mom look of, I will kill you if you do this. And it was, like, just so, like, comforting because it's like, oh, my God, Princess Catherine will lose her shit, too. Like, Princess Catherine has a crazy side. Crazy She'll eat her kids too. for breakfast I if she will has to. whoop your ass is what her face is saying, and I want to high-five her right there because every mom's been through that. Amen. Give them a black eye if we have to. So, in discussion with our kid going to middle school, Greg and I this week have been discussing the situation of a virtual school versus public school because the public school that our kid is zoned for is not the greatest. And this would be the first year that our kid would have to ride the bus, which I'm not thrilled with because the bus, like, you just see all these horror stories. And of course, they're from Florida because it's Florida where. The bus is, like, horrible. And I remember riding the bus as a kid in a little rural town in Maine, and, like, there were fights on that bus. And I I just, I can't even, like, think of my kid, like, being in that situation. I rode the bus until I was probably in a, I would say, ninth grade, and I've never seen any fights. I did see fights after you got off the bus. Which is also scary. So, like, what if there's a kid in the neighborhood that's like, oh, here's a kid littler than me. I'm going to whoop his ass. Because there's a kid down the street, and he came and bought stuff from our yard sale one time. And he's just, like, a redneck. And so I saw him the other day, and I feel like this is what kind of set me off about the whole, like, middle school thing. So you know how adult men, when they're trying to almost, like, claim, like, how masculine they are, when they hold their cell phone, their elbow is up, like, above their ear. Do you know? You have no idea. It's probably something men that don't pick up on, but women pick up on it. They're ho- she's men will hold their cell phone and their elbows above their ear, just trying to be like, and just it's I'm very check that out, it's just it's very possible. masculine to me, and it's very like threatening. So I was like, I could picture that kid looking at my kid, knowing that he's littler than him, and trying to start a fight with him. 
And I would have to go all white girl crazy and go whoop that kid's ass and then go whoop the mom's ass. And you obviously don't want to do that because that's not a good example to set. But, like, it freaks me out. So then I contemplated about, especially in light of the all the school shootings where more kids have been killed at school than the active military has been killed. So then I'm contemplating about virtual school. But then it's like, am I doing the right thing by that? Like, yes, I'm protecting them from horny girls over-testosterone boys and just too much pressure in the middle school age, and I can just have him concentrate on his schoolwork. But then you worry about, am I depriving him from being a kid? Or are you having his stupid-ass dad try to explain things he doesn't understand that the teacher online is trying to tell him? Well, that's a good thing about virtual school, though, is that if we don't understand it, like the students have the teacher's number an email, and they can even Skype with their teacher. Because that's agreed. Like, what if we don't know what the hell we're doing? But then you also have to trust your kid. Like, they are going to do the work when they're supposed to. And it's like, what if you work nights? I come home during the daytime, and then we are off to sports. So it's like, can we trust our kid to do the work that he's supposed to do during that time? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. And so I just, I want future Diana to come back to me and tell me what to do because I'm so confused. I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. And it's one of those decisions where if you make a decision, you're not going to know if it's the wrong or right decision until like 20 years down the road. Where is six years from now, Diana? Where is she at right now? What would she do? Six years from now, Diana, please come back and tell me what to do because I need help really bad. I just... It's so confusing. And I also think that if we put him into virtual school, the likeliness of him getting a girl pregnant is far greater, which is Polk. We live in Polk County, Lakeland, or Polk County, Florida, which is in Lakeland. And the teenage pregnancy rate is ridiculous. So I'm thinking the more I can keep him away from girls, the better. However, at the same time, I think that that just does him a disservice by keeping away from girls and, like, sheltering him. And I just, I don't know what the right decision is. What's Greg think? I like this school. I like he goes to school. I do like the virtual learning as well. I think that's pretty cool. I think it's like new technology. How many people do it? Sounds like it could be a good idea. I mean, in our defense, like Why the, waste vir- your time? the virtual school and homeschooling rates have gone up, especially with the, you know, school shootings and bullying and all the other crap. Like, it is on the rise. So it's not as foreign as it used to be. So our kid wouldn't be like an alien. Like, I remember I played basketball with a girl that was homeschooled. And, I mean, she was really smart, but she was just very, like, introverted. Was she like LeBron James? No, but she was really tall. She was like six foot tall. But actually, it's so funny because her younger sister... Was so awkward looking. She was so awkward looking. Like a donkey? She she was just awkward looking. Like she wasn't, like you would never look at her and be like, wow, she's going to be beautiful as an adult. However, she is beautiful as an adult. Because when I was on Facebook, I found her and it she did not even look like the same person. It was amazing because I'm like, like it wasn't even like she was pretty or she, like she just had this amazing look about her. I'm like, that is the same girl that I remember. But she's older and she's more mature. I know. I don't, uh, so anyway, back to our story about 
virtual school versus middle school. We have no idea what to do. So if y'all have any idea, just, you know, go ahead and let us know because... Hit us up. Hit us up. Oh, speaking of hit us up, we have a new email address, which let me... I think it's called podfullofsunshine at gmail.com. So we're also thinking along with this podcast, we want to take listener questions. So if you have questions about marriage, relationships, kids, life, anything, if you have questions about anything, give us an email and we will try to answer to the best of our knowledge. But also know that we are not professionals, but we will give you our normal, everyday, America living life advice we like crazy questions oh we do like crazy questions so if you have something crazy like bring that on too crazy we, and um other questions are fine all questions are available here all questions you just bring them so once again that's pod full p-o-d-f-u-l of sunshine at gmail.com all right so we talked about blake at school so now we're going to talk about gavin at school gavin is our younger one he is in second, well, he just got done second grade. He's on to third grade. And he is our kid that doesn't have to try. He's naturally smart. He just he just gets it. And it's a good thing and a bad thing because also when it comes to his socialness, like he's just re- stupidly ridiculous and not in a good way. But so my oldest son asked him how to spell spectacular. That. That kid sure did spell spectacular for his older brother, and I could never have been so proud. Such a smart kid. I mean, spectacular in second grade. I can't even spell that word. I might even try, because I don't know try how to it. spell let's, it. Try it. Let's just see. Spectacular, S-P-E-T-E. No, you're wrong. Exactly. I don't know. I feel like we should call Gavin out here. To no, We don't need to call him, because he knows how to spell it. Well, he was a little off, so he did, like... S-P-E-C-T-U. So he had a little mix up. But it was still pretty close for a second grader. Yeah, it was close. Where I think, and he was doing that all in his head, so I feel like if he had been writing it down, it would have been way better. And he would have gotten it. It's possible. Anyway, so Gavin is our Booksmarts kid. However, he's also our kid that we... He is the reason why yesterday when I went to work... I took all the PlayStation remote controls and I took them with me because if he is playing a video game and he doesn't get what he wants, he will throw the controller, he will slam his iPad down. I deleted games from his iPad the other night, took the controllers because he gets so angry and so ridiculous about his video games that the only way to break him of it is to take it away. And it's so frustrating. It's funny that they get it taken away, and she takes remotes with her to work. Because here's the thing. If I said, you're not allowed to play the video games, but then, like, we go to work, you know they're going to play. I wouldn't play them. Uh, I was oh, never a bad kid. Oh, that is horse shit. And yeah. Right now, we are in the patio, and we're looking at our kids, and they're looking at us with a look that they want something. So let's yeah. find out what they want. Come here, boys. What do you want? Can you come out and speak to the computer? Yeah. Speak to the computer. Hi, computer. What do you want? Can we play the computer? No, you cannot play the computer because don't you see that I'm using it? When you're done? No, because you asked me like 20 times. I said 
20 times no so bye but it's because it's my computer you guys can save your money that you're earning from your chores go away you have a good attitude have kids they said Gavin shut the door have kids they said it'll be fun they said should have pulled out I should have pulled out. But luckily we love them and they're amazing and we, we do love them, them. But it's going to take forever. You should just let us play I mean, your computer. We literally pay them $10 a week. What they do is they sort the laundry, pick up dog poop, feed and water the dogs, and also now we just added to their chores about emptying the dishwasher. It's not that hard. They get 10 bucks each. So if it's combined. And I even told them, if you save up half for a computer, which they want to match, which is about $1,000. So if you save half of that, which is 500 Mommy and Daddy will throw in the other half because you're showing responsibility by saving. And I know $20 a week combined is not a lot, so you'll get discouraged. So we're like, well, you just save half, and we'll throw in the other half. And they're about at 100 But here's their problem. Once they get it, they want to spend it. So they want to spend it on all these things. Oh, they love Fortnite. That the, all these Fortnite extras they want to spend on. So once they get it, it burns a hole in their pocket. So what do they do in the meantime, though? They come out here like, can we play with your computer? No, you cannot play with my computer. Because also when I let them play with my computer, Gavin has... I love Gavin, but he's gross. Like, he doesn't wash his hands. His hands are always sticky. He has, like, he went to the dentist the other day with, like, the cheese ring around his mouth from Doritos. Like, and. Oh, but that was cute. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, I really hope they let him brush his teeth before. But anyway, so they are not going to take my computer. They have to earn their own computer. They could just break keypads and, you know, like, all kinds of things. They're destructive. Okay, so next subject is about a year ago, we were all in Maine for a family vacation, and I had my very first episode of Bell's Palsy. For any of you that don't know, it's where half your face goes paralyzed. You cannot smile, you cannot blink, you cannot raise your eyes, which is great if you are trying to do the rocks people's eyebrow, because you can actually lift one eyebrow and the other one doesn't go up. The people's champion. That's it. And I was like, from everything I Googled, it's one of those things you just let it run its course. You can go to the doctor, you can get steroids, and it may help a little bit, but other than that, there's nothing you can do. Which, funny story, Greg, did I tell you that probably about a month or two after I got the first episode of Bell's Palsy, I was reading an article and it had Angelina, it was about Angelina Jolie and how she survived Bell's Palsy. I just started laughing because it's like, what do you mean she survived? Like, Bell's palsy is actually probably more common than we realize. And what, do you, what do you mean she survived? It's not like it's cancer. She's still alive these days. I mean. And she's worth millions of dollars. For God's sakes. Like, it's not frigging cancer. Oh, good so for her. So, just because there was like a, you know, and they were just banking on the idea that no one knew what Bell's palsy was. But I did because I had it. So, anyway. I like it. I like I think it's cute. What's cute? The bell's pausing. I really like What's the way you look. What's cute about it? I just like looking at you. It gives you a different character. I wish you'd get it for every year of the rest of your life. I'm going to knock you out right now. Okay. So the other day, 
I was working from home. I was working on my laptop, and my left eye was just watering. And it, for those of you that haven't had Bell's palsy, that is a huge red flag when your eye is watering because basically your eye isn't blinking, and it's on one side of your face. So your eye isn't blinking, so it's just watering because stuff's getting into it. But I didn't know my eye wasn't blinking. Did you feel your eye watering, though? Yes, and I kept wiping it, and I just thought that I was getting a cold. So then the next morning I woke up, I got in the shower, and for those of you who don't know, which is pretty much all of you because the only person that really knows this is Greg, I brushed my teeth in the shower. Oh, it's great. I mean, it's better than... Oh, we didn't get Drano at the store. Anyway, damn it. So I was brushing my teeth. I went to go spit, and I noticed that only half my mouth was spitting. And I knew instantly, just because of my experience a year before, that this was Bell's palsy. However, this time I'm like, no, I'm not waiting for it to run its course. So I went to the doctor, I got a shot in the ass, and I got a prescription. And so it's kind of like stopped in its tracks. However, I still have, my left eye won't blink. However, it blinks more than it does because it's not watering. My um, eyebrows do, my eyebrow on one side does go up a little bit, as does my smile a little bit. So it's not completely paralyzed like it was. So I'm very thankful that it's not as bad as it was. However, it's annoying because I can only drink. I drink iced coffee, so I always drink it out of a straw. <laughs> and so I can only drink it out of the right side. And I don't drink my coffee out of the right side. I drink it out of the left side. So I have to, like, completely retrain myself. And I know this is hashtag first world problems. But I just want to drink out of a straw out of my left side of my mouth because that's what I'm used to. Hey, if you want to drink out of the right side of your mouth, that's what you should do. I don't want to, though. I want to drink out of the left side. Oh, well, that sounds good, too. And that's what you want to do? Do it. But I can't. The other day, party. I was yelling at Rosie to get in her box. Oh, when I was at the uh, doctor's office, she was like, I want you to push your mouth together and, like, just like just blow like out slow, your cheeks, huh? right? Yeah. So, I did, but, like, my left side, watch. You guys can't see it because this is a audio podcast, but I'm going to show Greg. So, like, my left side doesn't stay shut. So, like, air comes out the left, so I can't, like, blow my cheeks yeah, up. Yeah, you just blow to the right. Yeah. So I can't suck out of the left side of my mouth. That's crazy. And fun fact is that I can't win the lottery to save my goddamn life. But however, only 7% of people will get Bell's palsy twice in their life. But yet I got it twice in less than a year. 7%. I want my goddamn lottery ticket for that. We should win the lottery so we can be rich. Yeah, but until then, I'm just going to sit here with my half-paralyzed, half a half a paralyzed face. It's cute, though. You really should take a look at her. She's very sexy. No, it's not. It's not sexy at all. It's really quite annoying. All right, so our next subject, we're going to talk about annoyances of the week. And while I talk about mine, I'm going to give Greg time to think about his because he doesn't have one yet. All right, so we haven't talked about this. However, Greg and I have been doing... I won't say the whole 30 diet, but it's not even, like, it's lasted longer than 30 days. We are just trying to eat whole foods, anything that came from the planet, like the earth. So, meat, vegetables, fruits, that means no dairy, that means no beans, no carbohydrates, just anything that comes from the earth is what we're doing, is what we're eating. So, there is 
leaving that said, there is not much I get excited about when it comes to food. However, there's one dish that I make that I'm absolutely in love with, and actually Greg has come to love it too, and it's called spaghetti squash casserole. And I make this spaghetti squash, and I don't have a recipe for it. Just Google it if you want it. So I make spaghetti squash, and then I uh, make up some ground beef or ground pork or ground chicken, whatever I have on hand. I mix it all in. And then I found this dressing that's like Whole Foods compliant. It's made from avocado oil. I drizzled that on top, and it's so freaking amazing. So it's like the one thing that I look forward to, and I really only make it like every other week just because it's kind of like involved. It takes a little bit of a while. So I brought some to work for lunch after the day I made it, and the day after is when it's the best. And I get out of a meeting. I walk into the break room to get some water, and there's the custodian emptying the refrigerator, and there on top of the counter is my empty container that had my lunch in it. And mind you, like, I love this custodian lady. She is freaking great. Like, she's fabulous, and I love her. And I just walk up to her, and I'm like, please tell me you didn't just throw away my lunch. And she goes, oh, my gosh, is that yours? I would kill a bitch. Oh, my God. Like, my lunch and I was like. Yes, that was mine. I literally just put that in there because I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Like, it's so hard to tell what's new and what's old. Well, listen, bitch. And I don't mean literally bitch because I love her right to death. But it's like, they have this system where, like, when they're going through stuff, they put a green sticker on stuff when they don't know how old it is. And then if it's there the next time, then they throw it away. But no, not her. She just takes it all. She's like, oh. If this has been in there for two hours, it doesn't matter. I can't tell. I'm just throwing it away. And she threw that away. She threw my carrots away. And she threw my chicken breast away. And I was literally on the verge of tears. And I don't say literally unless I mean literally. Like, I was fighting back tears for about three hours. So, all day, all day long, like, I went down to the cafeteria and I had vegetables and hummus. Which, hummus, for the record, is not Whole30 compliant. But I ate it anyway. So I probably had a total of like three to 400 calories all day. So I got home and I just started shoving my face, including Cheez-Its and Club Crackers, not Whole30 compliant. Club Crackers are good, though. I really like them. Not Whole30 compliant. They got weed and they hurt my stomach. So I freaking ate like some chicken. And so can you just not throw away my food? Like when you don't know how old it is, because I mean, just put a sticker on it like you're supposed to. Anyway, because you will make a grown woman cry, and I'm still not over it, obviously, because I'm going on a rant about it, but as my food, it's my spaghetti squash, and when I'm on Whole30, and I have Whole Foods, and I have limited options, don't throw it away. There's no green sticker. Don't throw There's it no away. no green though. sticker. Don't throw it away. What's your annoyance for the week? People. So I serve tables, and people will just, you'll tell them you're going to get them something, and then they'll be like... Can you get me this? I literally just said two seconds ago, I'm going to get you this. And then you asked me to get you this again. I'm getting it for you. That's what I do. So I don't understand. So they asked you to get it? After I say I'm going to get it for them. Like, Maybe you should have just got it faster. I could have got it faster, but um, I think I got it pretty fast. So it's just what people want. And they should have asked for it sooner. Oh. So that's it's annoying. It's annoying. <laughs> I mean, fine. Last so what or, do you mean? They, you get to the table, like, can I get some ranch dressing? And you're like, sure. But someone else 
says, can I get a water? So you go and get the water, and you come back, and then they say, can I get some ranch dressing? Yes, that okay. is Okay, nice. well, maybe, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Maybe they're asking that because they thought you didn't cure them because you came back with the water but no ranch dressing. Well, this is true. That's possible. Yeah. I've started to say, though, can I get anybody anything else? How is everything? And... And they say, can I get some ranch? And someone says, can I get some more water? And you come back with the water, but not the ranch. Do you see how they could be confused with that? Like, maybe you didn't hear their ranch. That's true. But I come back with everything, usually, when I ask for it. But they don't know that. They're, they're not Greg regular. This is true. They should be, so because maybe, I'm awesome. So I mean, maybe should you should that. take that into consideration that they don't know. And maybe... You can use that as room for improvement where you can go and get everything all at once instead of just going and get the water and not the ranch. Because you should just make a one-stop shop. should be a one-stop shop. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our next thing is our funny stories from Florida. Because as we know, the craziest stories come from Florida. So mine is zombies in Florida. A Florida city accidentally sends zombie alert to residents during power outage. Oh, I saw this, but I didn't read the article. I thought this was funny. Well, that's the problem. Like, I feel like you, that's your thing. Like, you see headlines, but you never actually read the article. And that's why you were late to getting your stories in for our podcast. Maybe I should Mind you, when we were getting ready to record this podcast, Greg's like, I don't have any stories. I haven't really looked. But this is why, because he reads the headlines, was like, eh, I'm not going to read it. This is true. Maybe yeah. I should look at it. Yeah, let me tell you what it's about. A Florida city falsely... About zombies. Greg, let me read this. A Florida city falsely sent out a zombie alert during a recent power outage. The Palm Beach Post reported that city, city administrators appeared to send a text alert to all residents around 1.45 a.m. that read... Power outage and zombie alert for residents of Lake Worth and Terminus. There are now far less than 7,380 customers involved due to extreme zombie activities. Restoration time uncertain. So what would you do if you woke up to that and saw that? Like, would you think, wow, there's friggin' zombies out there? Or would you think someone messed up? I would think there would probably be zombies. I mean, why would somebody lie about that? Fun fact, so... I know they said something about Terminus. They said power outage and zombie alert for residents of Lake Worth and Terminus. Terminus is the name of a city in the popular television show The Walking Dead, which is about zombies. Well, yeah, I mean, that zombies obviously is there. So power was out for about 27 minutes. Um... And then they issued a message saying, I want to reiterate that Lake Worth does not have any zombie activities currently. We apologize for the system message. So what I want to know, and they don't answer this in the story, is how how did that happen? Somebody that works there probably just posted that. But they really? Like, to. they don't have, like, checks and balances or what? They probably don't have checks and balances. I mean... According to a community Facebook page called Lake Worth Live, the push alert about the power outage was meant to be sent, but the inclusion of zombie activity was not. Well, that doesn't tell us anything. So somebody's like, I'm just going to post about zombies. I think that's exactly what it means. It said, city officials did not immediately respond to a request for comment about whether it was a prank or someone had hacked the city's notification system. 
Well, thank you for not answering the main question that we wanted to. Somebody fucked that shit up. All right, so my next one is about the royal family. And my husband just put his legs on the dog and did not like it. Anyway, so we all know that I love the royal family and I would give anything to be invited to the royal wedding. We didn't get invited. We didn't get invited. Our invitation was off in the mail. However, I'm not the only one that was heartbroken about the lost invitation. This girl also was... Sorry, my dog's being very emotional right now. So anyway, this girl was also upset about not receiving an invitation. It's even cuter because little girls and little boys with English accents are so much cuter. Let's take a listen. Publix.com, where shopping yeah. is a pleasure, and her child was super cum laude, which is Latin for something that's serious, kind of like Bella Victorian, I only think it's the next step down, so not quite as cool. So when she put her order online, it said summa cum, C-U-M, laude. However, the algorithm from Publix Cake said, no, you cannot write that. So instead, I wrote, congrats, Jacob, Suma, dot, 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 Laude, class of 2008. So poor Jacob had to explain to his very elderly grandparents why it said dot, 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 which led to whole sorts of other issues and embarrassments, unless they just wrote come on the cake. Oh. But his grandparents were confused. About what, what the dot 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 was. Yeah, no shit. Come. Someone come loud, eh? Yeah, so. 
They should have seriously wrote what they wanted to. They did, and the algorithm came back and said, you can't write that, and she put in the comments, summa cum laude, and she wrote what it's supposed to mean. However, the bakers didn't see it and just put dot, dot, dot. Well, can't you fix that at the bakery once you get there? No, because they picked up the day of the graduation. Well, they could have just put cum in there. They could have, but they didn't. So anyway, Publix is fixing their algorithm. Publix is fixing a lot of stuff this week yeah, because Publix they are just some serious uh, issues. Well, hey now, let's be nice to Publix. We're shopping and working is a pleasure. It is a pleasure. So I mean, it's just algorithm doing its job. But next time, Publix, right? Summa cum laude. Yeah, summa cum laude. Cum laude. Cum laude. All right. So here is the one news story that Greg came up with, which I must say is a great story. It is a great story. So, the headline is, Service Dog Goes Into Labor at Tampa International Airport. How do you know, how do you not know that your service dog is going to give birth soon? That's a good question. I mean, I, I... Okay, so the story is, a service dog named Eleanor Rigby, also known as Ellie, was waiting for a flight at Tampa International Airport on Friday when she suddenly went into labor and delivery ended. Like, what do you mean suddenly went into labor? Like, like you said, how do you not know your service dog is pregnant? Did she, her water just break in the TSA line? I mean, what the hell happened? The pregnant yellow lab was flying to Philadelphia with her owner and her partner, Nugget. Well, maybe Nugget's part of the problem. As Ellie went into labor, Nugget, the father of her babies, watched calmly. Aw. So are they, like, co- co-service dogs? Why do you need to? But um, uh, he was just watching his kids be born. Tampa so Fire cute. Rescue arrived to help deliver the pups right in the middle of the terminal of Front Gate 80. The team documented the birth on Twitter using hashtag, hashtag airport puppies. They announced that six puppies, all boys, were born and they were patiently awaiting the seventh pup. See, I heard there was a girl, too. Oh, wait, wait. Here it is. It's a girl. Tampa Fire Rescue announced on Twitter Ellie then gave birth to one more boy, bringing the... Well, that doesn't make sense. Their story's messed up. Anyway, so it looks like seven, seven boys, boys and one girl. girl. Yeah. But I want to know how they didn't know that their service dog was pregnant and about to give birth. I mean, I understand you have to travel, but why would you travel with your service dog? Obviously, it's your service dog. You might have to travel with it. But your no, service no, no. dog might drop a shorty in the airport. I mean... How is that? You stay at home. Your dog needs You to- stay at home. If your dog's pregnant, about to give birth, your dog stays home. You obviously have a backup service dog, so you bring the male dog that's not pregnant and bring him. Like, I mean, I blame this, and I hope they charge the owner with, like, the... I don't know if there's a... They don't even live in Florida. They're going to have to drive to, like, South Carolina or North Carolina in a car now because... A dog has to be two month old, two to three months old to fly in an airplane, I read. Is that true? Uh, yeah, that is true. That's oh, a I didn't true know that. Fact. True fact. So, I mean, you're screwed. Man, how how is that van trip going to be with eight dogs, ten dogs? Ten dogs, but also some of them that, like, you dogs don't open their eyes in the beginning. They have to be constantly, like, shame on that owner for bringing their dog on a plane when you know it's about to give birth. They're cute dogs, though. And oh, my I like, God, I would totally take one. I like how the, the father just watched everyone give birth. So nice. He just chilled. What else was it supposed to do? Uh, it wasn't like he was going to be mean. 
He's a service dog. He's, He's there a to service protect. Dog. Yeah. Now, if our Rosie Bears, who's a German Shepherd, who are known for their service, was to be in the airport, she'd not be so nice because she's a rescue and she's uh, got an attitude problem. But she is cute. So the moral of this story is if they put these puppies up to buy, don't buy them. Hashtag adopt, don't shop. Because there's so many dogs that need your love and they need your home. And so, yeah, do that. But don't buy your dogs out of a trailer. Buy them at the SPCA. Well, we did buy Dakota out of a trailer. But she, honestly, her price tag was $50 less than Rosie's adoption fee. So we kind of look at it as a win-win. However, we would never spend a lot of money to buy a dog when there's so many cute dogs such as the Rosie Bears available for adoption. There's so many good dogs at the shelter. Go rescue. Adopt. Get, hashtag adopt, don't shop. Get your sp- spaded or neutered, like Bob Laffer would say. Oh, yeah, I think he said that last time. Probably yep. the price is right. All right, get your pet spayed or neutered and adopt, don't shop. And we will see you next time. Bye, y'all. Next time we'll be here. Bye.